I've been stuck on this porta potty long before anyone comes back to replace the toilet paper. I didn't do it to be different. I didn't have a choice. I mean, I could just use my underwear as emergency TP and run commando back to my Lincoln. But these are my favorite undies. They're serene. The thread count is so high it'll make you question your place on this earth. I could just walk out of here without wiping. But then everyone's gonna be like, hey look, it's Matthew McConaughey and he's got a big old poopy butt. That would be no bueno un problemo. Ladies and gentlemen, the Short News Podcast with your host, Alex Mador. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Short News Podcast. Yes, that's right, we're back. We're back. We are back. Thank you. Thank you, fake audience. I I missed you, fake audience. I need I need this soundboard everywhere I go. Really. Like I need I need this like when I walk into a classroom, just hit this button. Just like Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm here for the exam. I'm here for the exam. You know, that would be pretty cool. Um so yeah, welcome back to the Short News Podcast, the show that is back on the Good Pods charts and is beating Megan Kelly once again. We are back from the long weekend, and I want to thank you guys for the patience while I take this much-needed time off to recuperate from all the craziness we've been complaining about for the last couple of months, you know? So, Thanksgiving is now over, the holidays are approaching, and gift shopping has begun. I don't know what I'm getting anyone, and I don't know what I even want from anybody other than, you know, maybe a new microphone. Uh, This microphone is so old and low-tech. Time to get a decent, modern, dynamic mic. But prices of everything have jumped because of inflation and because of the supply chain shortages, and I refused to participate in Black Friday and entered a contest for $500 for not participating in the big shopping holiday. Very easy to do when you're broke and would like $500. I'm sure your Thanksgiving wasn't without debates between family members. There's so much so much to argue over, especially because of the pandemic and supply chain issues and just the existence of AOC for some reason is just a big problem for these conservatives. But, um, you know, a friend of mine was telling me how dinner table conversations took a turn for the worst after the drinks started flowing. I feel bad. After dinner and drinks, I spent a lot of time in the metaverse since the golf 
Plus app in Oculus. Got its uh, 18-hole course update. You got Wolf Creek in there. It's fucking awesome. So I've been playing nonstop. I almost didn't even want to come record this episode because I, I just wanted to golf some more. And it's really accurate. And I'm not just saying that because I hope other people buy a headset to play with me. But the actual swinging is completely accurate to real golfing. I shank the ball to the right the exact same way that I do in real life when I play. And my drives, when they're good, have a max of like 320 yards, which is just like real life. So if you have some money to burn, you have some Christmas money, you know, uh, from family or friends or whatever, if you saved up for some special thing and want to immerse yourself in the most addictive gaming experience that transcends gaming, I highly suggest getting an Oculus Quest headset, especially since it's the holiday season and a ton of games are discounted when you buy them around this time. And unlike consoles, the games cost $30 at most, but you know, a lot of them are $20, um, $19.99. You're getting a lot for what you're paying for, too. It's it's endless fun. Like, there's a table tennis simulator, which again, like the golf one, it feels exactly like you're playing table tennis. And people that I'm talking to about this, are like, no, it doesn't. It's such bullshit. It's like, dude, you haven't even tried it. Like, the last VR headset you tried was in 2016 the ones where you put like your phone in the in the headset and then you're like ooh, look at that boobs no it's much better now trust me it's like the matrix now what's also great about the oculus quest is it's the official headset of meta so this is going to be the headset used in the metaverse overall, I think. I was I was in the Zuckerverse the other day just to see how Horizons is improving. And I'm sorry, but right now this Horizons metaverse experience isn't worth spending extended amounts of time in. There just isn't enough to do. And maybe I'm not looking in the right places to find fun shit to do there, but it's lacking pretty heavily. I will... Also add that it's in beta, so you have to get invited to join and to to test it. So I'm judging something that obviously isn't finished yet. And you know what? Like if they're they they now I'm now yeah this podcast is now on Facebook, so like they probably have their AI listening to this this podcast right now and just like hmm collecting data collecting data. He doesn't like horizons. Let's change it. Add more shit. Okay, that's the cool thing about aggregation of information. That's not that cool. It's pretty scary. What I will say is I'm I'm rooting for this project to work. As long as you can truly do anything. If digital goods can be created, bought, and sold for currency in a virtual like a a working virtual economy, then participating in the metaverse will actually be something that's very much worth doing. One game that has 
somewhat of a leg up on Meta's Horizons is the game Rec Room, which has been it's been around for a few years. It's like a mix of Roblox and VR chat. People build games that everyone can join, such as Laser Tag or Paintball, even Squid Game. There's a virtual currency that you can use to buy consumables, wearables, furniture, skins, and other goods. You can create digital goods that other people can buy from you for that rec room currency. Unfortunately, you can't like actually use that currency for anything else outside of rec room or exchange it for any other currency because it's not blockchain. Like... Facebook's metaverse most likely will be. And it's more of a blocky and cartoony aesthetic than Horizons. It's been around for much longer, so of course it's it's going to have more to do. People have created a lot more content for it. But I think I think Meta knows that if they want people to switch over from Rec Room to Horizons, they'll have to add more things to do. What's cool, though, is if I took the time out of my day, I could actually build a room or a game in Horizons in VR that people could join and play in, participate in, that would contribute to that ecosystem, to making the experience better for everyone. So I'm thinking of, uh, thinking of building a podcast studio in there. I pulled up to someone's virtual studio a couple weeks ago. It was creepy because no one was in there. It was just me. The lights were off. And I was fiddling with the controls, hoping no one would find me there and be like, hey, what are you doing in my studio? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. And then just like turn off my headset, get get out of there. Bloop. I don't know. Like we could open up a studio, interview people from the metaverse, ask them what they think about the direction that this technology is going in. I also tried the game Decentraland, which if you're into NFTs, you've definitely heard of. You've definitely seen land for sale. You can buy land in Decentraland for it's like thousands of dollars, dude, like 10 grand now. And then you can develop on that land or resell it if you feel like it, you can walk around the whole world, connect with people, make money, gamble. Why, like, why bearable? I almost just said buy wearable goods, uh, minted on the blockchain, all kinds of shit. And, you know, this is the future, and I want to be a part of it. My friends think I'm crazy for my obsession with the metaverse, but this is the perfect thing for me and for people like me. I hate going out. I'm afraid of catching COVID. Social interaction and eye contact makes my head hurt. And I hate golfing with other people around. Golfers. I, I, I want to talk to my golfers in the, uh, in, in the pod for a second. Do you feel me on this? Unless you're playing with friends, that's different. But you can do that in the metaverse. But you're playing, playing a round of nine holes in the afternoon at your own pace. You're alone, serenity now, you know. You picked a weird time of the day where you can know that where you know that no one's gonna be there, so you can, you know, take your time. Next thing you know, some rich fat dad and his annoying kid, who sucks by the way, are hitting their balls into your direction, 
passive-aggressively rushing you to finish the hole faster as they keep coming up on you. Then you get to the next hole, you're about to tee off, they pull up and go, hey, hey, can we play through you? Meaning they want you to stop what you're doing, stop playing, let them finish the hole that they're at before you. So like they're on the green putting, hey, can you like, you yeah, just stop and then let us play through. And you have to say yes, because what, you're going to be an asshole and say no in front of this kid? Like, no. So you stop, let them play the hole you're currently at, and then they move ahead of you to the next hole, and now you're waiting for them to finish the hole in front of you for the rest of the game. You're waiting for them. This doesn't happen in VR golfing. That would suck if it did. Facebook, we, we, we wanted to make... We wanted to make this golfing experience fully immersive. You're you're in the middle of your backswing at Wolf Creek and a virtual fat white dad and his son interrupt you and go, Can we play through? Like like a NPC character. Could we could we play through? Come on, we'll we'll be much faster than you. And the rest of the game you're just standing there waiting for these virtual people to finish in front of you. They're missing every single putt. You're like, I could have played I I could've I shouldn't have said I shouldn't have said yes. Shouldn't have said yes. I should have selected no. Like the dad is like yelling at his kid to stop digging his shoes into the green. It's like, damn, this is so accurate. Ugh, this sucks. I hate the metaverse. But no, that's not how it works. That's not how the metaverse is. There's none of that. I don't know about you, but I like being able to do shit from my home. I love my cat, my freezer full of food, my weed, podcast equipment, all that stuff. That's all here at home. Why would I want to go anywhere else when I can accomplish all that stuff that I would go out to do just as effect- uh, yeah, I can't talk today. Just as effectively remotely. Why do I have to physically travel, waste gas, money, energy, uh, whatever other resources to go like into a classroom for one hour during a pandemic and then do that the whole way back. We have the technology to do these things better than we currently are. So as you can probably tell, I'm investing in the metaverse. This is the only way that NFTs are going to be worth anything. If they're, if they're usable in the metaverse. For example, my Rev Racing cars, not only can I race them in-game for money, but I can also most likely display them in Decentraland once I buy some proper property. Or maybe not, I don't know. You can display a lot of NFTs in there. Like People have their horses in there from uh, Zed Run. Like This stuff is cool, guys. I, I promise. It's not all just JPEGs. A lot of it is just JPEGs, but I'm learning more and more that that shit is just useless. But, but there's, there's useful shit. Like once you realize that you're going to be able to make money from the metaverse, you're going to be more inclined to participate. Just, just my opinion. That, that was, that was me. That's what happened to me. I was like, oh, you can make money? I made like a lot of, not a lot. I made a lot of money for me. A lot of money for me. I made some money. I was like, wow, this is cool. This NFT thing kind of helps me out from a tough spot. For a while, now it's dead. And now it's only only the strong can survive. 
like these metaverse things, like the cars and horses and all that. Anyways, I could talk, I could, oh, I need to take a breath. Sorry, I'm out of breath. I could talk about this stuff for the entire episode, but I'm sure that I'm just pissing people off. We have some news to talk about. We have to start with COVID-19. A new variant now approaches, and it's called Omicron. Oh, Omicron? Omicron? Right? If I, if I had made this episode earlier, I probably could have done a Transformers joke. Omicron has invaded Cybertron. Autobots, roll out. But, but it's too late. Everyone on Twitter's already done it better than I would. So, whatever. This new variant, Omicron, Omicron. is becoming a major concern. For, for, you know, the World Health Organization, the media, all the, all the people who freak out about these things. Um, it was found first in South Africa, and it's now made its way to other parts of the world. So there's, so there's no doubt in my mind that it's already here. According to Reuters, and I'm not sure how reputable they are, but according to them, doctors in South Africa who have been seeing patients infected with Omicron say those patients have generally had mild symptoms that are treatable from home. Symptoms such as fatigue and soreness like any other viral infection. My hope is that this variant truly only gives mild effects like Reuters is saying, because if not, we're looking at a whole new wave of restrictions. And I don't think American, uh, the American people can deal with any more of that. Personally, I might be able to tolerate it without, you know, like, freaking out like a lot of people are, like going, going maskless into Target or whatever. Um, but that's just me. You know, I, I hate people. I love my cat. But um, travel bans have been set up in multiple countries. The stock market crashed. The people high up in our society are treating this very urgently. And I'm not sure if I should be doing the same. I, like everyone else, am sick of COVID. I'm sick of hearing about more variants. I'm sick of being afraid. At the same time, I don't actually want to get sick, so I continue to be afraid. The World Health Organization is treating this very seriously, like I said, saying the overall global risk relating, related to Omicron is assessed to be very high. So, we've got conflicting things here. I guess we have to wait and see just how severe this variant is um, and whether or not the vaccine protects us from it. There's still large portions of the world population who are unvaccinated because they don't have access, not just the tinfoil hat-wearing Americans who have the privilege of free access to vaccines. So we need to make sure those people are given the opportunity for access because that'll prevent this virus from continuing to have such a stronghold on our society. I want this shit to end, and I hope it does soon. So, we'll see where this goes. Hopefully it goes nowhere. 
we can do other shit. So, what else is going on? I guess related to COVID um, and politics, there's a beef right now in politics, and of course it involves Senator Ted Cruz. Yeah. He's not picking a fight with a fictional puppet this time. And no, he's not challenging the tooth fairy in the marketplace of ideas either. This time, he's starting beef with Dr. fucking Fauci, dude. But don't take it from me, here's the actual clip of him at the Senate Foreign Relations Committee last Wednesday talking about science. Something that he understands very little about. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I call up Cruz First Degree 2. This is an amendment that would prohibit U.S. participation in the creation of a vaccine passport. And let me say, I think there are a lot of Texans, I think there are a lot of Americans across the country that are very frustrated at the government responses to COVID-19. And I think the decision yesterday by the CDC to reverse its guidance and to mandate masks for vaccinated people what? is the kind of decision that is infuriating people across this country. I- oh, wait, what? This is not the one. Wait, one second. One second. Let me just, uh, let me just do something. Two hours later. All right, so the fucking algorithm here at YouTube I searched this. They show me something from fucking July. So here we are going to CNN. Okay, so last month, Mr. Cruz at a congressional hearing had urged Attorney General Merrick Garland to appoint a special prosecutor to investigate Dr. Fauci's statements. Speaking with CBS News, this president's chief medical advisor said, I have to laugh at that. I should be prosecuted. What happened on January 6th, Senator? And this is because Cruz and other Republicans accused him of lying to Congress when he uh, denied that the National Institutes of Health funded the gain-of-function research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology in China. So are we back to conspiracy theories here, Ted? Is that what's going on? Are we trying to imply that Fauci has something to do with the spread of COVID? Or what? What is this, Ted? Where, where, where is the video of this so I can make fun of him? Damn, that sucks. I fucked up, guys. Well, here's, here's this. Senator Cruz. Yeah. I'd have to laugh at that. <laughs> I should be prosecuted. What happened on January 6th, Senator? Do you think that this is about making you a scapegoat to deflect from President Trump? Of course. You have to be asleep not to figure that one out. <laughs> well, there are a lot. All right. Um, so there, there's his, there's Fauci's. Fauci's response is pretty good. I mean, it's weird seeing seeing him like 
political, but you know, when when Ted Cruz is calling you out, saying this man should be prosecuted because I don't like what he's saying. I don't like what he's saying. I don't like having to wear this this face diaper on my face. I I want people to be able to see my beautiful, beautiful, ugly face. My beautifully ugly face. You could put my face in the Museum of Modern Art in New York City, that horrible city, New York. Ugh, liberal nightmare. You could put me in the Museum of Modern Art and I would be just like any other ugly-ass modern art exhibit in there. There's your Ted Cruz roast, okay? I couldn't roast a video of him. There's your Ted Cruz roast. Every time he tries to pick a fight with someone, he ends up getting cucked when that person or puppet or muppet or whatever or tooth fairy, like I said, or the Easter bunny brings up Ted's own hypocrisies. As always, fuck that guy. Alright, so in other political news, Matthew McConaughey is officially not running for Texas governor in 2022. I'm a little mixed on that. Well, not really. I don't know. Celebrities uh, shouldn't be politicians. But also, imagine those campaign commercials. Oh, He's sitting in the car. Driving on the highway at midnight, you know, like, let me, let me set the scene for you. Let me set this scene. Um, where's my button? Where's my button? I've been wanting to run for office long before I realized I was a narcissist. I didn't do it to change the world. I didn't do it to save society. I just wanted to look cool. I wanted people to be like, whoa, look at Matthew McConaughey. He was a mediocre actor. Now he's a mediocre governor. There's no such thing as staying in your lane. Then he twists the steering wheel in oncoming traffic. <laughs> By Lincoln, Rover McConaughey, 2022. All right, all right, all right. So I guess it's a good thing, as much as I am a fan of that guy for the memes. But we don't, we don't need memes in in politics. We need younger more progressive academics to enter politics, not mindless celebrities or demented pants shitters like we have now. Donald Trump should be the last time that Americans elect a celebrity into office. But but I know we haven't learned our lesson, and you know Trump is coming back in 2024, and I and others strongly believe that because of the poor performance of the current administration that Trump will have a fairly easy time regaining the presidency. I I don't want this to happen. But it's going to happen if this country's issues don't improve. And I want Biden's administration to be able to pass deals that improve quality of living for all Americans. That's why I voted for him. And if that doesn't happen, then why would anyone vote for him again? I'm not saying the people who are disappointed in Biden would vote for Trump. 
I'm saying those people won't vote at all out of protest of this moderate do-nothing administration who lies and taxes the poor instead of the billionaires who they continue to protect instead. Nancy Pelosi is out here, like I said, officiating oil tycoons' weddings. And what does that tell you about the people who are supposedly supporting bills that would save the environment or supporting causes like helping people with low to no income? What about that? Like, it's all for show, what they say. People are seeing through it, are sick of the Democratic Party's inability to pass anything other than watered-down plans to protect corporations, hurt regular people, and tax side hustles and wire transfers over $600 because squeezing all the money you can out of poor people is more important than demanding the billionaires pay their fair share in taxes, right? Or the corporations, too? I'm not voting for another Democrat until they actually start making changes for the better in our country. Did you know Republicans are currently on closer on the path to legalizing weed federally than Democrats are? If Republicans, who are only doing this for financial reasons, are the ones to legalize weed after all the locking up of black people that they've supported because of it, after the war on drugs, after the incriminating and reefer madness police state bullshit, then Democrats, you should just give up, break up like the Beatles, just go the fuck home, and never come back to politics again. I'm serious, Democrats. If you can't if you can't legalize cannabis yourselves after all this time, if you can't do that one thing, and Republicans who have been against it for so long end up doing it instead, then you're completely worthless, and I hope no one ever votes for you again. I will literally leave the Democratic Party and go independent if Republicans legalize weed first. It's making me so mad that Democrats cannot get anything done. They act tone-deaf to what the American people actually need and only care about them fucking selves. Do not allow Republicans to be the weed legalization party. Dude, what the hell? That's so fucking crazy if that ends up happening. you Democrats, what the fuck? Like AOC is out here with the tax the rich dress while she suckles the teat of Nancy Pelosi only cares about taxing poor people, like I've said like five times today, these people are frauds. They don't care about you or me. They pretend they do. They're only in it for themselves. Fuck them. Make changes or get the fuck out of politics. That's what I have to say about that. I'm, I am so sick of being lied to by these people who say they have our backs. Alright, let's, before we do this keeping up with the Karens shit, let's, let's check in with, um, check in with Fox News, because they, they're also complaining about Dr. Fauci. Everybody's always complaining about Dr. Fauci. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's not like he's selling his own merch or something. I was going to do a fake commercial about that, um. I won't spoil it. I'll just say that much. But I'm working on it. Working on it. 
you know, I've been circulating those same fake commercials for like a while. So I'm going to make, I'm going to take a day probably to just bang out a bunch of them. And then just, you know, make a new file and release those um, sporadically. Or I don't know. I, I wouldn't call it a new season that we're starting. We don't have seasons in this podcast, but, you know, a, a new new era. So new commercials. Yeah. Anyways, fucking Fauci has no credibility, they say. Uh, the yeah. Omicron, which sounds like we're being attacked by another galaxy. Uh, now we're seeing white people. It will be an attack by another galaxy. Look at me. I'm so fucking funny. Oh, look at me. I'm Greg. Kill, kill me. And I'm fucking hilarious, bro. Oh, fucking He's being attacked move. by another variant uh, in South Africa. No good deed goes unpunished. They called up and they said, hey, what? I'm seeing some variant and it doesn't have extreme symptoms. It might be evading the vaccine. We don't have that many cases. Just want to tell you. Next thing you know, a global travel ban from eight to ten African nations. Europe says shuts down everything. And South Africa goes, wait a second. What kind of reaction is this? Is this the punishment I get for telling you about doing something that China never did? Yeah. And when the president tried to ban and did ban Chinese travel, China from tra the Chinese from traveling here, he was called a xenophobe. Now all of a sudden, ban ban everybody. Yeah, uh, they are banning eight African countries. He can't travel to and from. Japan and Israel ban foreigners from visiting, and Morocco has suspended all of their incoming flights for the next two weeks because the doctors are saying, we'll know more in two weeks. But to your point, Brian, that South African doctor who identified this variant, her name is Dr. Coetzee, mm -hmm. she says it's highly transmissible. So far, cases are very mild. No one is seriously ill. We'll know more in two weeks. We're not sure why there is so much hype. There's no reason she's. Oh, yeah, to that panic. is what Reuters well, said. Uh, there are, uh, apparently, there are 32 mutations that could make it more virulent and things like that. They just don't know. Dr. Fauci and the president had a meeting yesterday in the Oval Office along with the COVID team. And they said, essentially, in two weeks, we may know more. We will know more at, uh, let's see, 1145 this morning. The president's going right. to give us an update on it. And there's the team meeting yesterday. Everybody's wearing a mask. Uh, an update on the Omicron variant. It's interesting. Betsy McCoy, uh, who used to be loose. Is that today? So it's 10.09 a.m. when I'm recording this. So that means in over an hour, he'll probably, you know, Biden's going to come on and shit his pants and give some sort of update. I don't know. I mean, oh, man. What what the fuck are we doing? Lieutenant Governor here in New York State wrote an op-ed in the New York Post, and she talks about how you know, lockdowns don't work, but travel restrictions do if they're put quickly into place. And, you know, on Wednesday, a lot of the countries around the world said, you know what, we're going to cut off travel just to be safe. Dr. Fauci said, well, we'll look into it. She says, had he done it on Wednesday, when the balance of the country, uh, the countries around the world did, we might actually have been able to stop it. Uh, she yeah, cites, we already have a three-day uh, hold, though. If you come she, from another country, you have three right. days to get uh, to quarantine. She said uh, the study of the Journal of Travel Medicine found that cutting off travel to China in 2021, uh, Australia averted a much larger pandemic. Travel restrictions helped Singapore, Hong Kong, Taiwan, and South Korea avert a lot of carnage. But Dr. Fauci said, you know what? It, bowing to the World Health Organization, he said, you know what? Let's just wait on that. Mm -hmm. Had he stopped it on Wednesday, maybe things would be but different. But see, see, here's the difference. 
China didn't tell us who was going to hit us. This, these guys are giving us a heads up on what's coming right. to brace for it. China still hasn't told us what's going to hit us. Now we have this thing called vaccines. We have therapeutics. The downside of lockdowns and bans, now that China still won't be transparent with us, but we have done reverse forensics on it. Why are we always like, not us, but why, why is Fox News always like, but China, but China did this, but China did that. It's like, dude. We're not talking about China anymore. This variant didn't come from China. Shut the fuck up, dude. Like, can we focus on the task at hand? Figure out if this virus variant is going to be a problem or not? And stop fucking blaming countries for a natural occurrence of a virus? You stupid, stupid idiots who don't understand epidemiology. Again, not saying I do. But I listen to the people that do. These do your own research. White bread. Motherfuckers. Don't know what they're talking about. But they act like they do. They're being paid. What a bajillion dollars. To sit up there and complain about shit they don't understand. Dude I do that for free. I do that shit for free. Uh, they, 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 every time a doctor makes a move, he should have a psychologist and economist right next to him. Because it's not just shutting down, because with that shuts down lives, livelihoods. It right. puts people shut down and puts them under mental duress, especially when, this, when these symptoms are right. so small. The South right. African president says that. He's, uh, he says it will further damage the economies of the affected right. countries. Yes, have to the three of them sitting together. Brian, I think you missed what I said in the very beginning. I said, she said, Lockdowns don't work, but travel restrictions, if put into place quickly, do work. But travel restrictions, I, I, I understand that. But lockdown, it's, it's a travel, travel restriction lockdown. is a yeah. lockdown. It's not, it's not locking down the people. But but it's yeah. shutting people out. The when problem you shut is, if you are planning a trip, let's say next summer, yeah. you have to buy insurance, trip insurance now. Absolutely. We don't if you're going on vacation, if you're going to be to, to some awesome vacation, now you can't go. Now you can't go on your vacation. Uh, isn't that horrible? Now you can't go on your vacation. All because of yeah, because uh, we have to be safe. Because we have to be safe. That's that's my fucking impression of this fucking idiot. I don't know what's going to happen if they start shutting down countries with every variant. So we buy airlines or the hotels. The people that we literally want to just stop the spread of this virus. Like, we want to make sure that this variant that we know nothing about isn't going to just wipe out large portions of the population. I think that is a fair thing to be concerned about. I think it's fair to take precautions because of that. I just don't, um, there's, there's no need to, to, irrationally get upset about travel restrictions that are extremely beneficial for stopping the spread if done properly. Associated with that, the livelihoods that go with that, the mortgage payments to go with the people that work in the hotels, the people that have to pay rent to work in the hotels, the rent-a-car people that were renting to people that could be coming over here, all this has to take into account. Especially because when they say, we know nothing, it's going to take two weeks to decide, but all we know is the symptoms are a little. 
uh, mild. And the other thing is they only have 27% vaccination rate. So how are you comparing this to that? And of course, they go back to their mantra, boosters and vaccinations. So that's going to be that's going to be Joe Biden's speech today. Get a booster. He's going to lean forward. He's going to whisper it. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? I got my booster. A lot of people I know got their boosters. Um, there's going to be a lot more resistance, I'm sure. People go, oh, I have to get another one? That's what this guy's doing. Oh, now I've got to get a booster? Now i got to get a booster? Yeah, kill me if you want to keep your fucking job, you idiot, because Fox News has a fucking mandate, dude. Oh, what, I'm going to go get my booster tomorrow? You see him at CVS getting his fucking booster, because fuck that guy. Hypocrite like the rest of them. Guarantee you, if... He- I, he's probably already boosted, dude. He's probably already got the booster. He's going to say, get a booster, get vaccinated. It's a patriotic thing to do. That's what Dr. Fauci has been saying all weekend. Listen to some of this. Travel bans when you have a highly uh, transmissible virus never completely would get the virus to coming, uh, prevent it from coming into the country. No way that's going to happen. But what, what you can do is you can delay it enough to get us better prepared. Should we expect to be seeing more lockdowns again, new lockdowns, more mandates? You know, I don't know, George. It's really too early to say. We just really need to, as I've said so often, prepare for the worst. Let's see what the information that we're getting in real time tells us, and we'll make decisions based on the science and the evidence the way we always do. But you want to be prepared to do anything and everything. So you got to be prepared and we'll know more. He's going to say uh, through the president later today uh, in two weeks. He should he, not be the lone voice. He has no credibility. He, this, we, is, this is terrible for the country. He was, Why is he like faking outrage? This is terrible for the country that the doctor dude that knows about viruses is coming on TV and. You know, and and being being factual. How how does he have no credibility? Because science has been wrong before, and scientists admit when they're wrong, and then when the evidence changes or when there's more evidence that changes what we know about something, then they switch and they say, Oh no, this is what we know now that we know more. That's how that kind of shit works. But Fox News people, they don't know what science is. They think it's like some, they're, they're, in, the, uh, they're in the 1700s still. They think it's witchcraft or cultish or something. It's literally science, dude. It's literally like how the world works. Ridiculous, man. Anyways, I... This is pretty much almost over. He just It looks like he just complains for some more time about Fauci. And it's pointless. Because, you know, they're just... He has no credibility. He Everything he says is ends up being wrong. It's like, not, not really. He's gotten us through multiple health crises. Not just COVID. If he had fucked up, All those other times, he wouldn't have been employed for this long. Anyways, let's see what these Karens have to say about our society. 
He's okay. So this person is trying to um, leaf blow, get the leaves out of the road, and this lady is uh, is blocking her. Maybe if you weren't in the way, I could do this, right? Get away from my fucking car! There's cars for my daughter! Who is that pull Get out of Holy that. shit. What a psycho. Drugs are crazy, man. Oh. Oh, wait, we saw this one. Yeah, we saw this one. Oh, she calls it. Yeah, no, I've seen this. Alright, come on. Next. 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 We saw the classroom one. Have a nice day. We're gonna find our knee-high socks, and then we'll be on our way. And then we'll be on our way. Put that left finger on it and see what happens. You don't have enough kids. I promise you. Oh, I need it. And whatever I do to you after that, we'll be just kidding. We haven't broken any policy. We haven't broken any policy or law. And you can't cite anything that I breached, and I'll fucking subpoena the video camera. Oh, yeah. And not only will you lose your job, not only will you never get another job as a rent-a-cop again, you'll be charged. No, it's not. You know what it is? It's you trying to be a dick. So I'm going to make a point. It's cool. He wants to make a point, I'm going to make a bigger point. I will exit after he gets, she gets her socks. That's not going to happen. Well, that's too bad, bro. We said we showed our exemption, so you can't ban us for showing exemption. There's no such thing as an exemption from wearing a mask. Like, I I don't um I don't know where they get that idea. Like, we showed them our exemption. Like, where'd you get that exemption from? A children's magazine or something? From anti-vax magazine? Yeah, yeah, that exempts you just because it's a piece of paper. Yeah, man, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense, bro. Well done. Well done, you uneducated fucking idiots. Get out of the mall. You don't belong there. You should not be allowed in society. See, we're separating with this vaccine mandate. We're separating the regular people from the absolutely destructive disasters. That need to be like removed from society. You know? Well, we can put them all in the metaverse. Where they they won't infect anyone. Actually, don't put them there. We don't want them there. Don't, don't put them in the metaverse. I gotta fix this volume. One sec. Yeah, this is like... Okay. Well, what happened to you before when I went in touch? Well, not even- hey!
Which one? What are you doing? Let go of my wife! Don't touch me! He's assaulting him! He's assaulting a woman! He's assaulting a woman! Um, so they, they're refusing to get out of the mall after, you know, refusing to mask. And... He, the dude, I think, threatened the multiple security officers multiple times with physical violence and was just really just, like, piling it on. So, yeah, now they're restraining both of them because they've been, you know, picking this fight. And and now they're fucked. Now they're fucked. Put your hands behind your back. Put your hands behind your back. Oh, I can't breathe. Fucking bitch. No, because you have admitted you to harassing me. Fucking apartment. You have admitted to harassing me. And that's Ooh. not okay. So I will What did you call me? I caught you Okay. Okay. That's great. Uh, it doesn't matter. Karen of the week. Yeah. Oh, he spat on the door. It's in Virginia. He just called my representative. Oh no. Come on, boy. <laughs> Come on, boy. <laughs> Damn. Damn, this is crazy. I've already called the police on him, but I just wanted you guys to know. Yeah, he's a racist called me and my representative. Oh. Well. Yeah, he called us No, 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 no. Don't even talk to him, bro. Don't, don't talk even to him. the opportunity. No, no, no. I'm trying to ask him what his name is. No, I got him. Uh, I got his company on the phone. They're looking up his license plate. He already covered it up. It's too late. Yeah, he's trying to cover it. I already got it. It's too late. I already got it. It's too late. I already got it. It's too late. Oh my God! This. Oh, he's running at him. He's running at him. Oh, World War Z. World War Z. Holy shit. Of course, he's wearing an American flag t-shirt that barely fits him. Jeez, he's like roadhouse kicking. We've already called the police. Yeah, that's the first thing we did. His phone's not even working, that's the reason he's here. Yeah, but he, from the beginning, he just came, the police are here now. And like, yeah. Oh. Oh. He's, he spit on the door, he left his DNA. You know, there, there's a lot of evidence. There's a lot of evidence. My representative has him on video calling us at the end of the way. So, the police is here now. Uh, hopefully, everything should be all right from here on. Yeah. 
Why does why does shit like this always go down at a cell phone store? Nah, I figured it's not. No, I didn't. I didn't think so. I just want you guys to know too that you know, I don't think it should be important. Yeah, no problem. He just called my representative. And so he got fired. That's good. That's good. He got fired. After that video went out. Very cool. See, sometimes, sometimes karma happens. Sometimes, though. Alright, we got one more thing to do before I close out the episode. Um, and that is answering some relationship advice. Um, so like I always say, or like I've been saying the last couple of episodes, if you have relationship issues or issues that you need advice on regardless and for some reason entrust me with that, then, um, then just send it to me. I don't know, DM me on, on, uh, Twitter or Instagram or something. Um, you can find me there. Just search my name, Alex Mador. Um, and just yeah, send me a message. Relationship advice. I won't. I won't say your name on the show. It'll be anonymous, but I will. I will read it and I will try to help you. So let's see what we got. All right. Let me see. Um, let me see. My 26 male girlfriend, 27 female, kissed another man on the holidays. Oh, man. I'm all out of sorts today. I'm sitting at work, completely unable to focus. I need help, so here goes. I, 26 male, have been in a committed monogamous relationship with my partner, 27 female, for 3.5 years. Which of these, which of these we've been living together for three years? Okay. Two weeks ago, my girlfriend went on a holiday with some friends for a week. They were going to finally enjoy themselves after the COVID situation to go out and eat, dance, and drink. Uh, this was all fine by me, and I was excited for my girlfriend as she has had a very hard time during lockdowns. A week ago, she returns from her trip, sitting me down and tell, to tell me about the trip because she met someone there. She told me how they had went out, just the two of them, several nights while her friends stayed home. At this first point, she swore to me nothing happened between them and that she had just made a new friend. From the way she explained it, I became suspicious and told her I thought it sounded like a date. She took offense at the suggestion and told me that I needed to curb my jealousy as it was making her uncomfortable. Okay, bitch, what the fuck? The, the whole thing turned into a conversation about how I needed to trust her more and how my lack of trust was putting pressure on our relationship. Fucking bitch, wow. Fast forward to yesterday, Sunday, for the whole week I've walked around believing I was going crazy because she told me nothing happened. But still, things seemed really off, like something had shut off inside of her towards me. She comes home Sunday morning from visiting a friend and goes to lie down. Um, her phone she leaves behind in the living room, 
At this point, I broke, and I know that I overstepped a major boundary here, but I unlocked her phone and found their text. It was awful. She had left an entire paper trail of their entire escapade. Text from the night they met to the very moment my girlfriend went home. They texted every day, met up every night. I no longer could believe nothing had happened. So I woke her up, told her to be truthful now or I would walk. So she confessed to me that they kissed. It was a mistake, but it happened. He had kissed her once and she had kissed him back. I break down completely. The rest of the day was spent in a mix of crying, fighting, having honest discussion and consoling each other. Dude, why are you consoling her? Why the fuck are you consoling her? During our conversation, I'd ask her again, was it really just the one kiss? And it turns out it was actually several. It was probably more than that then. She was on a whole, she was gone a whole fucking week, dude. Initiated by the both of them, they both had a crush on each other and she lost control. That's not an excuse. Given that I had to pull that out of her, I'm now starting to have serious doubts that, doubts that it was only kissing. Yeah, dude, you don't want to get a fucking disease. Just get get away from her. She told me she planned to never tell me and to just start forgetting it herself so we could recover our relationship and stay together. The aftermath. She says he meant nothing, that it was a meaningless experience in comparison to our relationship. She says she didn't tell me because she thought I would break up with her. No fucking shit, dude. Without giving her a chance to explain? To explain? Had she come clean all... Um, had she come clean all at once? Okay. She says that a major breach of her trust has happened That in that I didn't trust her enough to handle this secret and acknowledge that she would know what was best for us, i.e. her not telling me and not planning to tell me. What? I'm a mess. These last 24 hours have been a blur of crying and reaching out to friends and family to try and figure out what to do and how to move on from here. She's my life. We're completely intertwined. And all that we do in our lives is create a beautiful home together. Her first time living away from home, and I'm scared to death of losing all of this. Um, the thought of this actually tears me apart. But I don't know if I'll ever be able to trust her again. What do I do? Um, well, you know what you should do, dude. Pack your bags and get out of there. Because that, the amount of hurt that you just went through, the amount of hurt you just went through and the the heartbreak and the trust that has been broken as much as she can try to put this on you like you you made me tell you and I I wasn't going to tell you now I have to tell you because you looked through my phone she's like blaming you when you're like completely devastated from the stupid shit she did is just the just that's the nail in the coffin right there you you why would you want to be with this person why would you want to do that to yourself don't you want to be with somebody that actually respects you enough to not do that you're never going to be able to trust this person again let alone really trust anybody again because of her So you, as much as you're like, oh, like I, as much as you're like, I'm, I'm going to be so upset without her, you're going to be upset with her, even more upset with her because you're constantly going to be thinking about how she did that and how you can't trust her 
and you're just like stuck with this person that you can't trust and that you know is going to like hurt your feelings all the time and doesn't respect what you want or need, that's fucked up. So as hard as it is to do, you need to pack your shit and get out of there. Stay with a friend while you figure it out, but you need to terminate the relationship for your own good. Like, what do the comments here say? She says that a major breach of her trust has happened and that I didn't trust her enough to handle this secret and acknowledge that she would know what was best for us, i.e. her not telling me and not planning to tell me. You're kidding, right? That's their response to that quote. She's a pretty terrible person. It's obvious she'll do anything to avoid accountability. She betrayed your trust by having an affair. The truth is probably far worse than she has admitted. She is trickle-truthing. Leave her. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So, you gotta get out of there, man. Because, yes, she's not telling you the whole truth. She's trickle-truthing. Which means there's more. And who knows how many times this has happened. How many times she's done this type of shit to you. You're just taking it, man. You can't. You can't. Anyways, anyways, guys, this has been good. It's good to be back. Um, it's good to be back. Thank you. Thank you for sticking with me. Thank you for listening. I, I very much appreciate you all. This has been the Short News Podcast. I'm Alex Mador. I will see you in a few days. I love you all very much. And peace. It's really that time of year, and your team might finally do it. Or if you're a Rams fan, you might just want to book the trip now. This year, Super Bowl 56 is in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium, February 13th. You can scour resellers to buy an overpriced ticket closer to the day, or you can lock in the Super Bowl experience of a lifetime now with our friends at On Location. True 50-yard line seats only available on location. An invite to celebrate on the field with the champs on location. Yes, you want to craft a perfect confetti angel like I did? Go to the game with on location. And it's not just about gameplay. From dinner with NFL legend Marcus Allen to pregame parties featuring acoustic sets for Wyclef, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is offering the most exclusive ticket packages available. Want to know how? Visit onlocationexp.com forward slash SP56 or search Super Bowl on location. That's right. Search Super Bowl on location. Make the trip of a lifetime. It's your shot. Take it.